say that anymore? Everything got so politically correct. Well, they're coming to take me away. This is a theme song for my show, The Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, and I am broadcasting from the great northeast, New England, northeastern Maine by the Canadian border. So exciting. All it does is effing snow. Yeah. Snows all winter, rains all summer, pretty much. Uh, we have maybe out of 12 months what I'd call maybe a month and a half to two months of what you'd call perfect weather. Where you can go outside, it's about 70, 75, maybe a little warmer, a little colder, and you don't have uh, elements knocking you down, ice, snow, rain, pellets, sleet. Uh, God. But, like I've always said, on every show you have to put up with something no matter where you live. In the south it's hurricanes and tornadoes, in the west it's uh, earthquakes and mudslides and fires. And I still can't figure out why we haven't found a better way to put out fires, especially when you're right next to the Pacific Ocean. It seems to me there's a way. There's got to be a way to bring the largest ocean in the world to the fire. But, uh, I don't know. You know, we went to the moon 50 years ago. And uh, really, what have we done since? I mean, they make phones the size of your fingernail that can fit up your ass and uh, tracking devices in HD and I don't know, but uh, some other ways we just haven't come along that far. Medically, uh, what Chris Rock say? We cured uh, like polio in the 50s and ain't done shit since. Still no cure for cancer, really. There's treatments. But... Um, Alzheimer's, too, is an awful disease, I always said, and I still say it. I mean, if you live a life and you have get Alzheimer's, what's the point of living that life? Really, what's the point? The big creator, or the, you know, God, I'd have to ask him, why, why, you know, does that mean if Hitler gets Alzheimer's and forgets ever all the evil things he does, does that mean he's now forgiven and can't blame him? Or Ted Bundy got it? I mean, what's... What's the point? What's the reason? I don't know. One of the cruelest diseases. Because even if you live your life and you did a lot of things and you have family and you have memories, and then you strip those memories, I just think it's really cruel. I mean, many cruel diseases, multiple sclerosis and Lou Gehrig's disease. and We really haven't done that much. I mean, we have some treatments, but uh, it seems like we did a great deal, and then... I mean, electronically, okay, yeah, phones, video, going into space. But uh, I don't know, we haven't done all that much, I don't think. I, I agree with Chris Rock. But this is the Toxic Wise Ash Show here on Renegade Talk Radio, and uh, we are uh, going to be talking a lot of movies and sports and uh, President uh, Trump's wall. I want the wall, and I want it now. Well, we'll have to see. The government's shut down, and it's open, and it's shut down. No, right now it's open, but he says he'll shut it down again, so who knows? But our show is not run or paid for by the government, so we will continue here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, again on Renegade Talk Radio. 
there! This is Leo the Farting Leprechaun! Oh, that was a big one! I better find me pot of gold before I shit me pants! This is Leo the Leprechaun saying I listen to the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on the Renegade Talk Radio. Sure, and be gory! Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Leo the Leprechaun. You know, I think Leo and I are related somehow. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. But I think we might be related. Well, before this show is over, we will have a Super Bowl winner. And uh, we'll talk about it. But uh, all along and up to has been... uh, Actually, Patriots don't usually talk trash, but they are talking a little bit of trash, which I'm kind of surprised. One of the players, I can't remember who, defensive lineman or somebody, a tackle, he said, we're going to kick their ass. And I'm thinking, I wish you would. I wish you would because, oh, man, I am getting sick of the Patriots going into overtime and double overtime, having to come back, blown plays, those two giant games. Oh, my God. Please, can we just kick somebody's ass for once? Can we just have a Custer night where we kick somebody's ass? I mean, Custer got his ass kicked. But can we just have a night where it's like Mike Tyson versus uh, Granny Goodwitch or something? Can we just kick somebody's ass in the Super Bowl so I don't have to chew my nails down to nothing by halftime and everyone's on Facebook having heart attacks? And I mean, really. <clears throat> like I said, I'd rather win the lottery than have the Patriots win the Super Bowl. I mean, I like money. Tom Brady's not paying my car payments or insurance or house payments or credit card bills. He's probably not going to pay yours. And I got to say, I love my New England sports, and even I'm getting kind of sick of Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl. I can understand it because I always hated the Yankees. I hated the Cowboys. I hated the Lakers. I hated the Bulls. I hated the Chicago Bears. Uh, you just, you, you know, I hate Duke basketball, although I think Mike Krzyzewski's a really great coach. And I hate North Carolina basketball. And I hate Kentucky basketball. I always root for them to lose. You know, where other people are bandwagon fans. People don't even know where Duke is. I got my Duke shirt on and my Duke hat. But anyways, I hope the Patriots can just blow somebody else. But we'll know by the end of this show. So stay tuned here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio. Quick movie update here on our Super Bowl special show. And by the way, did you see the uh, the turnout for the uh, Patriots when they left? Wow. I mean, it seemed like everybody in New England was there. I, I don't know how many thousands there were. In contra- contrast to the, La- the, La- the Los Angeles Rams, who looked like they had maybe a couple thousand people at their, at their going away um, festivities. The uh, Patriots had, uh, God, it seems just, it was unreal. I mean, it looked like it was kind of photoshopped, actually, but it wasn't because it was live video of it, too. And I don't know how many thousands there were. I don't know. I'll have to, have to research it, but... Uh, there were certainly thousands upon thousands. And uh, so hopefully that's a good sign. We'll see. I mean, that has no bearing on the game. I'm just uh, wishful thinking, I guess. I don't know. But uh, back on the movie uh, site, uh, the movie Glass, which I did not like, <coughs> got bad reviews. 
basically it's about superheroes in a mental institution and one of them's got like bipolar or multiple personality and he runs around in his underwear killing people and like Shyamalama Ding Dang I never liked his movies I gotta tell you Signs was weird with uh, Mel Gibson the aliens uh, water killed him so you could basically get a squirt gun and kill him with a squirt gun and the aliens are so smart that did they ever research that 72% of the earth is water and it rains all the time I don't know. Stupid-ass aliens, huh? Uh, so I never really cared for his movies. I mean, they're okay, but I never really cared for them. Movie Close, about a uh, female bodyguard who has a chore work to do over in uh, Saudi Arabia countries, protecting a young heiress. That was pretty good. I did like that. Um, the movie um, ups On the Upside... That was good. The upside with uh, Kevin Hart, who I really, oosh, he annoys me. He, I mean, he can be funny, but he's annoying. But this, he was good in this. I'll give him that. Michael Cranston, the guy from uh, Breaking Bad, which I never really watched that show. There's so much drugs on TV and crime that watching a show about it really doesn't excite me any. So, um, yeah, you know, I give that... Uh, I give Close a B, I give Glass a C-, minus, and uh, the movie about rappers, uh, City of Lies, about Tupac. I mean, for me, it's a C, because I don't like that. I don't, I'm not into, I don't care about musical people, although I did like Bohemian Rhapsody. The Upside gets a B, it was pretty good, based on a true story. Um, the Kid Who Would Be King, boy, they really blowed that up in their previews, but... Um, I'm giving it a C. Kind of predictable, very slow, very boring. Parts that barely move too much. A lot of dialogue. Um, so, yeah, I didn't care for that too much. I guess it is for kids, kind of, right? So, um, there's a movie called The End of the World, which is kind of photoshopped. Or uh, you know a lot of uh, computer-generated stuff. Um, give it a C plus. I mean, it wasn't super low budget, but it wasn't uh, super high budget either. Um, like I said, I give it about a C plus. And um, a drama, a dramatic uh, action movie called West of Sunshine, about a guy who has a gambling problem. I give it a C plus. It was, uh, it was okay. Still waiting for, I haven't seen the Laurel and Hardy movie yet. I'm so uh, anxious and wanting to see that. And I've been watching a lot of YouTube. I go back and watch some, maybe, uh, you know, All in the Family. And it was a New Heart show, which I used to like in the 80s. And go back and watch them. And, of course, my cartoons. Yeah, what's up, Doc? I always like the cartoons. Of course. So, um, and that's a movie update for now on our Super Bowl special show. Uh, there's talk about Anthony Davis in sports, wants to get out of New Orleans. Uh, he's tried it. I gotta give him, I gotta give him cred because he's tried. I mean, that team just sucks. I mean, they always win like the first three or four games of the year and then they win about, they lose about 10 in a row. And he's requesting a trade. I think the Lakers are probably going to get him. The Celtics have good uh, picks and assets, but because of technical situation, they can't offer any of that until, like, June or something. 
and I think he wants out right now. He wants to play in a playoff game, uh, he, although he did last year. And they won their first round, but they got knocked out the second round. And this year, they're, I, they're not going to make it. They gave up Boogie Cousins. They should have tried to keep him. They gave up uh, Rondo, who was a good passer. They should have kept him. And uh, they just suck. Grizzly, the Grizzlies, too, the Memphis Grizzlies, they suck. They look good for a while. They'd win 10 in a row, 8 in a row. Then they lose 8 in a row. I think they've lost 10 in a row. So they kind of suck. They're not going to make it. And how about the Clippers? The Los Angeles Clippers, about two weeks ago, just after Christmas and, and beyond, they were number one. Now they're number eight. Lakers number nine. The West is brutal. The West is brutal. But if I'm Anthony Davis, I don't blame him. I mean, that team just sucks. The only thing I worry about with him is he does get hurt a lot. He does get hurt a lot. And tall, skinny guys like him, and he's a great player like Porzingis and him and some of these other guys, when they're tall and skinny, they are like uh, brittle. You know, they come down funny and crack. So I just kind of worry about his injury proneness. Bruins are hanging in there. The uh, Red Sox are we're waiting for the April 1st. Uh, Someone had on Facebook, uh, we poor New England fans, it's been almost three months since we won a championship. And I do think the Patriots are going to win. And I have a feeling they're going to win by double digits. Well, we shall see by the end of this show. See if I'm right. But uh, then you, of course, after whatever happens in the Super Bowl, you're going to have March Madness will be the next big thing. And uh, then you'll have uh, the NBA playoffs, which go to the 4th of July. That's too long. Actually, it goes till June 10th or 11th, but that's too long. The NBA should be over by May something, May 20th. Really, that's crazy. Back in the day, they used to do what? Uh, I think three games was the first round, five games was the second round, and seven games was the final rounds. They ought to rethink that. But of course, these players are making $10 million a year. They've got to play more games. Got to have more money coming in. And I'm looking at a report that says not only are the Lakers and Celtics interested in uh, Anthony Davis, but the Knicks are too. Now, does he really want to go to basketball hell? The Knicks? The owner's an idiot. When's the last time the Knicks made the playoffs? The last time they won a championship was 1973. 1973, I was a freshman in high school. So, I don't know. And it's really sad because the Knicks suck, but Madison Square Garden is beautiful. It's a beautiful place to play. They always used to have the Big East tournament there. It was always fun in March. And you'd have the Big East tournament, and then you'd have uh, the NCAA tournament. So you kind of got two treats right in a row, and the Big East tournament was just so exciting. Then you get to look forward to teams playing again in the NCAA March Madness Tournament. You'd have teams like Georgetown and Villanova play each other in the Big East, and they'd have to play each other again in the championship. So it was pretty exciting. Pretty exciting times. Well, this is our Super Bowl special show, and I've been a month on my diet, folks. Happy to report I'm down about eight pounds. You know, when you decide to cut something out, alcohol or tobacco or whatever it is that's uh, 
giving you trouble. For me, it was junk food. And I still eat, uh, I mean, I have power bars and I have a nutrition drink and treats uh, like celery with peanut butter. And I just cut out the candy. Um, I just cut out the candy and uh, I still drink soda, but only with meals and a little bit. And no desserts. Uh, I have tea now, but with no dessert. And you just kind of replace one thing with another. I'm drinking more water and I'm still playing basketball, still playing basketball and hopefully we'll get to play outside in a few months here. That's my favorite, playing outdoor basketball. I don't know if any of you listeners out there do that or have done it, but it's always been my favorite. I mean, of course, playing in high school, playing in college and men's league is great, but the summer about playing outdoors in the summer is kind of like heaven. You picture it like heaven would be. And um, I don't expect, if you go to heaven and there's basketball, I don't expect the ball to magically go in or me to fly over the hoop. I want all things being equal. I want the same physical abilities there that I had here. Oh, maybe a little more healthier, of course. But anyways, uh, this is our Super Bowl special show. We got the Patriots versus the LA Rams. It's East versus West. We had it in baseball, the Dodgers versus the Red Sox. And I got to say, my Red Sox, I'm really proud of them because I really didn't think they were going to be able to beat the Astros. It was tough. You know, it looked bad against the Yankees. They'd lost that one game at home, then they swept them in, in the Yankee Stadium. And it, it looked like it was going to be possibly tough against the Houston Astros, and they, they knocked them out like three games in a row. And then they, uh, they did the same to the Dodgers to win the World Series. Can they do it again? I think they can. I think they can get back to the World Series. I don't know. The Dodgers are going to be good again. The Yankees are going to be good. The Astros are going to be good. So you're probably going to have the same four or five teams in there. Milwaukee, Brewers, they were good. They played the Dodgers. So, uh, but right now we're talking football here on the uh, Toxic Wise-Ass Show on our Super Bowl special. Thanks for tuning in. And we are getting ready, folks, for the Super Bowl, which is being played. And we're not going to give away the score or anything, but... Uh, you know, the hype going up, <coughs> leading up the two weeks of the Super Bowl, I always kind of, I don't know, it's kind of indifferent. I, I kind of, it's kind of cool, but then again, I'm, I have the feeling, let's just play the game. Let's just shut up. All the talking heads and so many sports shows and blogs and things on ESPN and every other sports channel, plus the newspapers and online. <clears throat> you know, it's uh, let's just play. Let's see what happens. Uh, first, the L.A. Rams were favored, and then the Patriots were favored by two. So I was, you know, a lot of my Patriots friends uh, and a lot of Patriots fans, they feel like, can't we just blow somebody else out for once? Why does every GD game have to go into overtime or extra points or the, or the I almost said Celtics, or the Patriots blow a lead? You know, why does it, uh, oh, gosh. It always comes down to the overtime or sudden death or a field goal. Can't we just blow someone out? I mean, even with the Celtics, when they won it the last time, they blew the Lakers out. When the uh, Red Sox won it, uh, you know, they were smoking everybody. They smoked the Dodgers. They smoked the, the uh, Astros. They smoked the Yankees. They just kicked their ass, really. It wasn't even close. They swept all those series pretty much. They didn't sweep them, but they, <coughs> you know, they won like three in a row three or four in a row in most cases. So, you know, they, they pretty much kicked their butts. 
And I think even when the Bruins won, they it wasn't close. So uh, a few years back. So I just wish they would kick somebody's ass. Now they have in the playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl uh, plenty of times. And of course they've had some few disappointments too the year they lost to the Jets. Oh my God, that was like a suicidal year. After beating them once by like 35 points, they lost to them at home. God almighty. But anyways, um, <clears throat> I just wish they would blow someone else. And we're going to see what happens. Well, before the show is over, we will have all the Super Bowl details and uh, talk about. I'm not, uh, and on the commercials too. I don't know. I'm. I never really found any of them to be that amazing. Uh, some of them funny. Yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't think very many were funny last year or the year before that were that great. And maybe they're running out of ideas. I don't know. But uh, we shall see. We shall see, and uh, we will have Super Bowl details up here on our Super Bowl special show here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, before we get into the Super Bowl, I have one movie review that I want to talk about. And no, I still haven't seen the Laurel and Hardy biography movie uh, story with John C. Riley and the other English actor, escapes my name. Uh, John C. Riley plays uh, Oliver Hardy, and the English actor, who I, this, my name escapes me, plays uh, Stan Laurel. Say, Ollie. Mm, mm, mm. I love those two guys. I first started collecting 8mm films, and that's what I pretty much collected. Um, Laurel and Hardy, um, W.C. Fields. I tried to get Three Stooges. They were hard to get. I did get some later on in life, like uh, after college, Super 8 Sound, Three Stooges, and some Super 8 other movies, too. It was a company called Blackhawk Films out of uh, Davenport, Iowa, and they had tons and tons of uh, silent and sound, 8mm, Super 8mm sound and silent, 16mm films, and mostly Super 8 and mostly um, many Super 8 sounds. And when 1980-81 came around and uh, VHS was coming around, they uh, kind of went out of business, as you can see. And mm, mostly just collectors collecting them now, like myself. And even I had didn't ran out of room. I ran out of room to, to store 8mm and Super 8, 16mm. Because they're very hard to store. It's got to be in a you know semi, not too cold, not too hot, dark room they got to be stored just right or they get uh, damaged. And so uh, I collected uh, what I could. And I used to get the Blackhawk uh, movie catalog. And I could never really afford to order much until, you know, I got a job out of college. And I'd order some in college from different companies. And I worked in the college movie theater. We had two 16-millimeter high-intensity projection uh, projectors. And uh, th I think we had a studio or, or a auditorium that held probably close to 500. Nice big screen. And we had an intermittent switch so, you know, you, you could play the movies and it would look just like it did in the theater except it's 16 millimeter instead of Super 8. Not quite uh, the picture quality, not quite as big, but uh, close to it. Uh, certainly good enough for, for film festivals and whatnot. And uh, so... I'm looking forward to seeing the Laurel and Hardy movies. I even uh, used to buy them and dub them in, <laughs> my cousin Lloyd and I. And we'd show them in our basement, and uh, we had a theater in the attic on a few streets away. And uh, we did the sound on a 
on the eight on on a cassette um, audio cassette and uh, I would get the music from a record player or radio or someplace and play the uh, rec um, tape recorder with the movie now yes it did look like an Italian movie or a Japanese movie hey come over here yes of course mm. you want to fight fight me you know it was, uh, it was badly dubbed in but this is the mid-70s and uh, there wasn't much for entertainment except for a regular TV and going to the movie theaters uh, at matinees or at night. And so uh, this was it. And uh, we got pretty good crowds. We bought some old movie theater seats. And I think we could hold about 25, 30 people most of the time. And we had a popcorn machine, lemonade machine, candy. We went to the local confectionery store uh, wholesale and they gave it to us wholesale. Reese's Cups and all the good things. I think I ate most of the profits in that department. And I had a little projection booth and I had my 8mm projector and we had an old 16mm silent projector too. So I had to make up all the sound. We had an intercom system. I mean, we made it look as good and as classy and as good as we could. And um, so, uh, yeah, the, my first Laurel and Hardy movie I bought from Sears for like uh, 8 or $9 with postage. 200 foot reel, which is about 12, 13 minutes. It was called Me and My Pal with Laurel and Hardy and we dubbed it in and I still have it to this day and I still have the soundtrack. Uh, I didn't, wasn't able to keep many of them, you know, this is 50 years ago, 40 something years ago, so uh, wasn't able to keep a lot of them, but miraculously after all the movements that I've made, moving around college and so forth and being here and there and New York and Boston and California and back here and then back to California, um, I've been able to keep uh, quite a few, plus the home movies that I made and the home movies that my family had. So, but anyways, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. The Laurel and Hardy. I have not seen it yet. But I did see a movie called The Front Runner, and it stars Hugh Jackman. It's a weird role because usually he plays, uh, you know, a heavy or a superhero. And he plays Gary Hart from 1988 when Gary Hart was going for the Democratic nomination uh, for president to run against George Bush uh, the first the one that just passed away. And uh, it was, uh, you know, at first I was thinking how, you know, this is kind of flat because uh, he's not a very exciting guy. I mean, there's no murder in it. There's no action. There's no spies. There's no, there is an affair that he had with Donna Hart while he was married. Donna Rice, I'm scared, excuse me. Uh, Freudian slip there, Donna Hart. <laughs> that would have been her name if she'd have married him. She was a young, I think, college girl back then in 88. And I haven't heard too much from her lately. But anyway, he kind of was overshadowing, overlooking the scandal. And three reporters called, followed him and caught him. And uh, they caught him in a lie. And he was just kind of trying to brush it off. Like, well, I said, you know, you should be loyal in marriage. But, uh, you know, what does it matter? I didn't. So, so what? Uh, but it ruined his career. I mean, I think he might have been able to win the presidency. He was kind of favored in the polls. But... Um, that was not a good look for him. He ended up uh, withdrawing, getting out of politics, and he did stay married to his wife, and he had a daughter. Pretty good movie, though. I give it a B. Like I said, I don't like politicians, but this was a movie about a politician, and uh, just kind of shows the sleazy side of it. I still don't like politicians, really. Necessary evil. I always said, like, having to throw up after a bad meal. But, um, or food poisoning to get it out of your system. 
but uh, I guess we have to live with it. I'm more of a libertarian. I don't. I think the Democrats and Republicans are almost the same party nowadays. So I, I give it a B, B minus, and I would suggest to watch it if you can get it uh, on pay-per-view. I think it, uh, it's available on your cable system or Netflix. So I'm not sure how much it's playing at theaters. So anyways, uh, uh, keep it here. That was uh, just a brief movie review because we're concentrating our efforts and this show. This is our Super Bowl special show here on the Toxic Wise Day Show. The halftime score was three to nothing. Patriots, a low-scoring event, low-scoring uh, Super Bowl game here, and in Super Bowl 53. And uh, I mean, you know, I'm on Facebook and I'm looking at all the comments, and I have uh, friends from all over the world, and all over the country, and uh, New York and L.A. And I have fans that are fans of the Jets and the Giants and the Rams, uh, and all of the teams, and of course, many, many Patriots fans. And the Patriots fans are kind of bitching about the pa pa Patriots should play better, they should be looking better, which is true. And the Rams fans are saying the Rams should be looking better, which is true. And the non-Rams Patriots fans are saying this game sucks, it's boring. And a lot of complaints about the halftime show, which I didn't care for either. And I didn't think the commercials were anything special. I'm not just saying that because I wasn't in one. But anyways, a lot of complaints. It was 3 to nothing. Uh, it is 3 to nothing at the half. And, uh, you know, it is a kind of a slow game. Not much going on. And then uh, we'll stay tuned for more on this Super Bowl special show on the Toxic Wise House Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And, folks, after a long and, again, agorious, tedious, frustrating, nerve-wracking second half that looked like this game could go anytime, anywhere, any place, any score, the Patriots pull out a win, 13-3. Yes, Patriots win their sixth Super Bowl. Tom Brady's gone to the Super Bowl nine times. The Patriots have gone 11 times, and they have won six. And this is Tom Brady's sixth win. Julian Edelman for the Patriots was unbelievable. The ex-quarterback from Kent State um, was uh, the MVP. He was the MVP of the Super Bowl. And uh, Tom Brady, Edelman, and of course uh, the coach, uh, Belichick, Bill Belichick, were all very humble. And the one thing of Patriot Nation that you'll notice is they are all humble. And they always give the team the credit, the team defense, the special teams, the guys you don't hear their names all the time. You know, the kicker, all, everybody gets mentioned. There's nobody in their minds it stands out it's a team you do your job you do it as a team now I okay I do realize the Patriots haters and I, I get it I get it I must have been a sports fan since I was 10 11 years old a New England fans the Celtics the Bruins the Patriots the Red Sox who just won the World Series a few months ago well more than a few months ago what was it October yeah so I get it I get it. I mean, I used to be sick of the Lakers, and I used to be sick of the Dallas Cowboys and the Giants and the Yankees, of course, who won, what, 27 championships and looked good last year. They won 103 games. The Red Sox won like 106, and Houston won 102. So three super teams. Lots of times, 91, 92 games will win you the division 
And this year it took over 100 games to win the division and 100 games to get the wild card on the uh, American League. And so it was a, it's been a good sports year, but I do get the hate. I get it. I hated the Lakers, like I said. I hated Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan. I mean, I don't hate hate them, and I hate LeBron. Now, if he was wearing Celtic green, I would love him. But, uh, I, I mean, my hate for LeBron is kind of waiting, waning, because, uh, you know, he's getting up there, and I appreciate that. Uh, just like I did when Michael Jordan switched and played for the Wizards when he was, like, 40. I'm thinking, oh, I kind of like this guy now. He's showing some guts playing at his age. And, of course, his game had kind of declined. Not kind of, it did decline. As it does, old man time he always catches up with you. But I, I get it. But for us Patriots Nations people and sports people, sports fans, sports reporters, TV reporters, it's, uh, you know, it's a big deal. And it's uh, what we love. And... Uh, one of the things this whole year is that the, uh, the sportscasters, and even in some regards, uh, New England sportscasters, Felger and Maz, who are kind of like, you know, I don't think they can do it. I don't think their defense. And, of course, they lose to, like, Jacksonville, and they lose to Detroit, and then they fumbled that game in Miami and lost to a not very good Miami team. But uh, then they turn it up. Towards the end of the year, they start to get stuff together, and they turn it up. They get in the playoffs. They kick their heels up and go to work tight, ten times harder. Now, it is frustrating to watch them lose to bad teams. But, uh, you know, it's hard to go through undefeated. And it's hard to – I mean, they beat the good teams. They beat Kansas City twice. They, uh, they did lose to Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh, a game I felt they could have won, maybe should have won. But uh, – Let's not forget, too, folks. Okay, Tom Brady's coming back. He'll be 42. But the Patriots will probably bring back most of their players. I don't know about Gronk. He may retire, and that'll be a loss. But they, get, they have 12 draft picks. 12 draft picks. So they can either – they also have a lot of cap money for free agents. And don't you think some free agents might want to play for the New England Patriots? six-time Super Bowl champions, two out of the last three. Don't you think so? I do. Twelve draft picks that they can either use to trade or pick up good players. A lot of, a lot of good players coming out of the draft. Clemson, Alabama. They say Alabama had like 12 draft uh, NFL players on it, like seven on their defensive line. And you know Clemson's got a few. Plus the rest of the league, there's always those sleepers too. There's always like, uh, you know, Nebraska or Oklahoma or University of Tennessee at Chattanooga or something. There's always some, maybe even Division II players or Division I-A that you don't always hear about. Look at uh, Edelman, came out of Kent State. Not exactly a football powerhouse in the top ten. Not, not a Miami, not an Oklahoma, not a Clemson, not an Alabama, not a Notre Dame. Kent State. So they have 12 draft picks, and they have a lot of cap money. And uh, they have a good structure, and they'll bring back the players they need to bring back. And uh, I think they have a good shot of being there again, really. They really do. They have a very good shot of at least winning the uh, AFC. Because I think Pittsburgh's falling apart. Big Ben. He's banged up. I don't think he's, I don't think he's as uh, mobile as he used to be. Great player, though, but I hate Pittsburgh. Ugh, I hate Pittsburgh. It's delicious. 
one of my most hated teams. But uh, they have a lot of issues, a lot of internal issues, and um, I'm not sure they're going to be able to resolve them. Miami's going to be so-so. Buffalo's going to suck. The Jets are going to suck. Uh, Colts might come around, although they have a tendency to poop their pants in the playoffs. So we'll see. But let's just enjoy the championship, the Super Bowl championship of number 53 Super Bowl. Let's just enjoy that. There'll be a parade, and according to Donald Trump, the Rams have to pay for it. The Rams have to pay for the Patriots parade because they lost. <laughs> we asked Kim Jong-un what he thought of the Patriots win. Oh, very nice. I, I thought the Patriots were going to win. I bet two missiles and two rockets on it, and I won. <laughs> uh, I always win. Thank you, uh, President uh, Trump and Kim Jong-un. And one final uh, thought from uh, uh, Vladimir Putin. Yes, I uh, watched Super Bowl game, and a uh, few years ago I got Super Bowl ring from Mr. Belichick, and uh, I hope to get another one. Congratulations to um, New England Patriots, Dasvidanya. Well, there you have it. There'll be more on that uh, later. On our, our next show, we'll talk about sports and, of course, the Super Bowl. But this show has been mostly dedicated to the Super Bowl 53 and the uh, championship New England Patriots. One of the that was one of the uh, plays at the Super Bowl where uh, Gronk catches it, sets up um, Sony Michelle for the touchdown and game set match. The Patriots win 13 to three Super Bowl 53, and uh, Pat's Nation will be very happy. Is happy. Um, there'll be a parade Tuesday in Boston, Boston, Boston. And uh, so we'll be looking forward to that, and we'll be talking much more about that on future shows. It's have done it again. Super Bowl victory number six with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady comes at the hands of the Los Angeles Rams, and there is really some pretty neat symmetry if you are a Patriots fan in considering this. The first Super Bowl victory for Belichick and Brady came against the St. Louis Rams. Number six comes against the Los Angeles Rams. So where do they go from here after advancing to the Super Bowl for a third consecutive season? Well, Tom Brady has insisted all week that he'll be back next year, so that should not be an issue. Now, whether or not he shows up for the off-season conditioning program, we'll see. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, less of a sure thing, as he admitted during the week that the body takes a toll and it forces you to think these things through, so stay tuned to that. Bill Belichick, of course he was non-committal, but Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, said that he fully expects that Belichick would be back. And we want to thank our YouTube uh, announcer for the uh, words about the Patriots and uh, their win over the Los Angeles Rams, previous to St. Louis Rams. Go on.
Let the celebration go on. That's from USA Sports Today on YouTube. And, uh, I mean, this is crazy, isn't it? It just is. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. And really, did I expect this? No. I mean, after they lost to Detroit and uh, Miami, and I was just, you know, like, uh, but, you know, that's professional sports. There's a movie called, and a book called Any Given Sunday, where you can beat anybody in professional sports, especially football, or you can lose to anybody. And uh, you have to be prepared, and you have to do your job. But I, I am surprised. I am surprised. Patriots, at first, were the underdog by two and a half points. But by the game time, they were a two and a half point favorite, end up winning by uh, 10, 13 to 3. Not many touchdowns scored. One by the Patriots and the rest field goals. The uh, St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, the L.A. Rams field goal kicker, his name escapes me, he's really known for having a foot. What they tried to do in the last 20 seconds was kick a field goal from like 48 or 47 and then tried an off, uh, they were probably going to try an offside kick and God knows anything can happen. That made me nervous. But he missed the field goal, so it was all for naught and it didn't matter. The uh, Patriots win anyway. When you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk, well, you left me anyhow. Well, this is the end of our show, folks, our Super Bowl special. want to thank you for tuning in. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away. After this great Super Bowl, they are coming to take me away back to the institution. You can't say nuthouse anymore. It's prop, in, you know, in politically incorrect. Can't say loony bin, nuthouse, banana house, any of that. So they're coming to take me away to uh, back to my room where I have cable, three meals a day, and snacks, and a nice hot shower. Thanks for tuning in. This has been our Super Bowl special show. I'm Mark Chaplin here with the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tune into all our great shows. And we'll see you and have more fun with you on the next one. Thank you. Chirping birds. I cooked your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Huh? Well, you just wait. They'll find you yet. And when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful.